How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results again tonight are good. A Brewers 6-1 victory. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing postgame show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim and Tim's show tonight. Tim Allen, there's Tim Shea producing the show tonight, and the Brewers get a victory in large part to good pitching, starting pitching, well, relief pitching, pitching in general, and Christian Yelich. Boy, we got to talk about that. Okay. I'm not saying that this is going to turn the corner for Christian Yelich, but it was nice to see. I mean, you have to admit, there's been a lot of conversations about the Brewers' offense here uh, not only the early portions of this year on this show, but many other shows written in the in the newspapers, online, social media. Everybody at work is you know wondering about the offense and Christian Yelich. But you know, don't look now. The Brewers have put together back to back decent numbers. They scored six yesterday in a victory. They got six tonight in a victory. Christian Yelich two for three, a walk, a double, a grand slam, four knocked in. So you have to say that, well, I mean, if you're going to judge on 10 games or 7 games or 5 games, well, then tighten the window a little bit and say, hey, this team has put together 12 runs in their last two games. And if you're looking at the win-loss column as they, they go back above 500 at 6-5 and five now, if you're going to go uh, on that, the Brewers have won 6 of their last 9 games. That's winning at a pretty good clip, guys, it is. I mean, if you, it depends on the perspective, and that's, you know, that's really, um, it's a really fascinating kind of conversation to have. How you judge a baseball team, and do you judge it in smaller sample size? Which is, hey, it's it's your prerogative to do that, and we've done it here, but we make sure we differentiate. Hey, we're just judging the first ten games, or the first week, or the first series, or whatever it might be, the first month of the season, first couple of months of the season, we reach those benchmarks, the quarter turn at the 40-game mark, the uh, one-third mark of the season at 54 games, uh, fast forward to 108. It's okay to judge within those windows of time, but you know, within that comes the good also, and that is Christian Yelich here. He scorched that double his, his uh, second time up. I mean, that was a rocket. So when people say swinging the ball a little bit better, harder contact, they are right. <clears throat> you can't deny that. You can spin the numbers and skew the numbers where you want, but you know, then he gets in a situation. I, you know, you, we, we have to give credit, as it were, to the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates for, for keeping Zach Thompson in there to face Christian Yellich. Thank you Zach, very much. <laughs> yeah, Zach Thompson was a mess at that time, Tim. 
And I was stunned. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked that, that they kept they him in. Do they have a lefty in their pen? Someone was, yeah. They were uh, they were warming up, and he decided to stay. Everyone was shocked on the TV broadcast. And, even, and I th- even Schroeder said, I am shocked about this. So. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm like, okay, that's, that's going to be it. Once the walk to Adamas, that's going to be it. He was all over the road. Uh, they were about to bust the game open. I think what they were thinking is, you know, give give the kid a chance to get out of it right there and keep it at two to one. He had given up the sack fly there, but give him a chance. I get that part, but wow, thank you very much. And Christian's going to thank you too because his first home run of the season was a grand slam tonight. Twenty one thousand five twelve on a what's today? A Monday night. Monday night. Uh, twenty one thousand five twelve on a Monday night. Snowy and cold. That's I don't good. think that's bad. No, it's I, pretty good. I, it is pretty good. I, I I would agree with that. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Christian Yelich. Going to talk a little bit about this uh, series here. And regardless of how the the Milwaukee Brewers are playing this year, I wanted to ask you: Is it okay to? to expect a sweep in this series. We c- I think we can all agree that Pittsburgh is not a good baseball team. Stranger things have happened, and you, know, you always have maybe one, two Cinderella teams throughout a Major League Baseball season, but I don't think anyone is going to point to the Pittsburgh Pirates as that team. Now, they came in here. They did have five wins. They have won their last two games. But again, you're looking at, especially now, now that you did get game one here, Eric Lauer was, was really good tonight. Really was. That dude is er- earning some stripes here for the Brewers. We'll get to that in just a second, but he, he was pretty impressive. But they get this win tonight. You've got Corbin Burns tomorrow and Woody on Wednesday's matinee into an off day. And I'm just wondering, I th- I, normally I would say it's, t- it's pretty tough to expect or assume a sweep in baseball, but I think I'm at the point where now I expect one. I do. I, I do. I, I, I don't want – normally I would take one day at a time, one game at a time, try and win tonight's ball game. That's what you try to do. In this case, and this might be a little bit different dynamic, this is the one where I'm going to say, yeah, they should sweep and win the next two games. Their guys on, on the mound, you get their one-two punch, uh, Burns and Woody – you do have the offense swinging the bats a little bit better, at least scoring runs at a, at a much better clip. So you do have things dialed up. Want to get your reaction on the game, 414-799-1250, as the Brewers get a 6-1 to victory uh, over the Pittsburgh Pirates in game one of this three-game set. You know, additionally, the bullpen is starting to take shape. Have you noticed? You know, it's, it's something that, you know, I wondered about heading into this season. And my my confidence on the bullpen was pretty decent. And well, anytime you have Box Williams Hater, your confidence should be at bare minimum a little above average. At bare minimum. In this case, it's starting to take shape to the point where I might be starting to lean. Again, I'm going to stay with this uh, mindset that they are going to pick up another reliever at some point by the All Star, well, maybe All Star break, maybe a little after. Uh, but it's starting to take shape where guys are starting to find their roles here a little bit. And in this case, you, you have a 6-1 lead. You don't want to go with your guys. Boxberger did have to get up just for a second there. You know, Williams and Hayter are there. Jake Cousins is starting to be uh, utilized in some higher leverage situations. Um, you see Urania in there, Gustave in there tonight, Hobie Milner, another scoreless inning, although it was a little bumpy there. Uh, but he did throw another scoreless inning. But but the main guys, I think they're starting to take shape now. I think we're we're starting to see that a little bit more with this bullpen. So there are some good things happening now through uh, eleven games to point to. As we talked about yesterday, guys, this season, although we want them to do a little bit better, we want them to probably be instead of six and five, probably more like that eight and three. Of course. Uh, but certainly, you know, seven and four, I don't think was, was too much to ask through the first 11 games. They're one shy of that. 
and not playing great baseball, but a little bit better, little by little. You're seeing it just a little bit. Are you seeing that, Tim, also, that just a little bit? I'm not saying everything's corrected. I'm I'm not saying that. No. There are some good things that you could just kind of point to and say, okay, that's starting to get a little more on track. The first thing is Christian Yelich, you know, the double, the home run today. Maybe things are starting to turn his way a little That's bit here. One so. game, I know. I know what it's people one are going to say. I know, they, I know they're, but they're going to say one game. All right, uh, Brewers get the victory six-one tonight to take Game One of this three-game set. It's uh, Tim Allen, Gene Wagner, Plumbing Postgame Show, uh, presented by Jim Dandies, live here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, Lakeland.edu. Let's get you some uh, highlights here and. Get into our game recap. Uh, Lauer, a couple of base runners in that first inning. See, there we go, a grind. And you know, I'm so into all of these games. I'm just so into them that I, I react to, to each kind of inning as its own game. And I've been, I've been talking to you guys about the, the grind situation. Everything is just like pulling teeth at times with this team this year. That... And again, the, there's some good things. I'm just telling you, it's it's almost a struggle each half inning. We're seeing a little bit more of the ease, a few more one, two, three innings for the Brewers pitching staff. We're seeing some innings that are, you know, 8, 10, 11 pitches instead of 24, 25, 26, and a couple of base runners and all sorts of traffic. And then you got a you know higher leverage, more intensity, uh, quicker quicker heartbeat and it's, it's almost seems like a grind to me a little bit at times and that's what it was in the first inning leadoff double for the pirates after a fly out and a foul pop up then a walk and now you're like oh man they got to face daniel vogel back he's going to come back and do some damage and he strikes him out to get out of it okay now we can take a deep breath here can the brewers just like yesterday can they put up some runs in that first inning i Beginning to believe, certainly in the last five years, maybe a few more years than that, that first inning of a game, especially the first game of a series, I do think it's more impactful than a lot of other people. I think I think it's more impactful than a lot of players and managers think it is. There's just something about getting the lead in a game, getting the lead especially in, a, in, in an opening game of a series. I, I just think highly of that. Brewers did that yesterday with a three spot. How did they do tonight? They got at it. And, and I love the approach from Colton Wong and Willie Adamas in that first inning. Love, love, loved it. On the attack, going the other way, Wong, base hit, solid barrel to left, Adamas, base hit, solid barrel to right, both opposite, first and third. Um, that brought up Yelich. And during the at-bat, well, when you get runners on and you make them high leverage pitches in that first inning, sometimes you get a gift, and that's what happened today. Down low, here comes Wong to the plate. He's going to score. Great secondary lead and scored with ease. Just incredible instincts out there on the bases for Colton Wong. Yeah, and he scores. You get that gift, as I said. So then Yelich walks, but then it was... Then it, then it was strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. First three men reach for a run. They get that. Couple of hits and a run. Next three batters strikeout. But it's one zip into the second inning. Both teams, one, two, three... In the second inning, Lauer, uh, an infield single with two outs. That's all he gave up in the third. So Lauer settles in after that first inning. A little traffic on the base pass. Bottom of the third inning, a little action for the crew. In their half of the third with two outs, a scorching double from Yelich. And again, it's, it's a game. I understand that. But that was sweet to see with two outs. That ball was scalded. Uh, let's see here. McCutcheon then follows up uh, with a walk. Telez, a little pop-up on the infield, ends that threat. One zip into the fourth inning. You're thinking, oh, come on. Come on. It's the Pirates. Okay, they get to uh, Lauer in the fourth inning. Lauer gives up a uh, 
solo home run, Diego Castillo, they, he hit him on the pitch prior to that, but he did swing, and that's going to that's gonna take the precedent over the hit batter. So it was a strike, but then he hit it out. May have been better off to just, just hit him and let him get on. 1-1, bottom of the fourth. Here we go. Brewers answer back in a big way. Starts with a loud out by Hunter Renfro. You know what? He's been doing a lot of that this year. We'll just wait for him. Just wait for those balls to start dropping in or dropping into the outfield. Bleachers. Because they're coming. Now, that was a loud out to start that fourth. Base hit from Omar. A double for Lorenzo Kane. Runners at second and third. With that one out, on base, Jace does just that. He walks to get on base to load him up with one out. That set up Colton Wong again, get the ball in play, and good things generally happen. Wong in the right center. Reynolds is there to make the catch. Narvaez tags. Here comes the throw home. Safe at home. Acrobatic slide from Omar Narvaez. Brewers have the lead. Yeah, it goes down as a sack fly. Gives the Brewers the lead once again by one at 2-1. to one. Willie Adamas then works a walk to load him up, and you're wondering if they're going to bring a lefty into face Yelich. And I'm thinking, well, that's going to do it for Thompson. He's, he's done. There's going to be a pitching change. I literally uh, already had it down in my notes that, okay, Thompson's day is done. In comes the uh, left-hander or any other pitcher to face uh, Christian Yelich. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, that's sort of insanity setting in. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, okay, it's not Christian Yelich of 18 or 19, but it is Christian Yelich. It is Thompson being a little bit wild. And, uh, well, the Brewers and Christian Yelich, you could only do one thing. Make them pay for that mistake, and Christian did it. Yeah, I don't know what Shelton was thinking there, but we'll take it. The highlights on Bally Sports Wisconsin. 6-1, Brewers take the lead. Lauer will finish up his outing going six solid innings of just one run ball. Five hits, one walk, five strikeouts, 87 pitches on the night. Uh, Then the bullpen takes over. Now is it the front-line bullpen? No, it's not. But it is a key part of the bullpen, and that is uh, Jandel Gustave, Hobie Milner, and Jose Urania uh, to finish things out. And the Brewers get the victory, 6-5 final. I'm sorry, 6-1 final. They won 6-5 yesterday, but a couple of back-to-back six-run outputs. Want to get your reaction, 414-799-1250. Your reaction on the game, one. Your reaction on Christian Yelich, two. And the question would be, is it okay to ex- expect and assume a sweep in this series, especially at this point? You get the one that Lauer starts. And, no, I'm not, I'm not knocking Lauer. But if Pittsburgh was going to try and get something, get something done offensively, it was probably going to be against Eric Lauer. That would be the mindset. Let's jump all over this guy because we're staring down the barrel of the Cy Young Award winner tomorrow and then Woody, the all-star, the next day. That being said, they do get the win tonight. Can you assume a sweep now? You're taking it two games at a time. Instead of one day at a time, day by day, which aren't we all day by day, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah. Grand scheme of things. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, you're taking it two games and then into the uh, Brewers off day on Thursday. That would be sweet. That would make make it an eight and five mark. That would win. Uh, that would be this team winning eight of 11 after losing the first two games of the season. As of right now, they've lost the first two games of the season. Then they rattle off six of their next nine at, at this point as we speak. Uh, let's go to at seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Matt. Matt, you're on the post game show. What's going hey. on, Matt? Uh, not much. How about you tonight? I'm I'm feeling okay tonight. 
Yeah, just leaving the ballpark. Yeah, I was shocked by tonight's game. I think that they played really well tonight, especially Christian Yelich coming up. I'm very, very happy for him. My concern is, obviously, in the first inning, you had the two guys on base with no outs, and they only get one run out of it. Obviously, it didn't end up mattering, and I said to myself, oh, no, only one run, this isn't going to hold. And obviously, it didn't hold because Pirates came back and scored home run, so it's one to one. The Yelich comes out and hits five to one. I mean, I was so happy for him. I wouldn't say he's quite back yet, but at least he finally did it, and now he's got a little confidence back in himself that he can at least hit the ball on a fence because he's come so close throughout the year and finally went over. I mean, you can tell by the looks of things that he does look a little bit better. You know what, guys? Despite the over the weekend, he had a, uh, a golden sombrero night. He struck out four times. Uh, I believe it was Friday night. But, again, you, you can kind of tell, Matt, can't you, just by watching the dude play? Listen to the ball off the bat. That, that's another indicator. You're seeing and he, you're hearing some really solid contact. Yeah, he seems to be able to put the ball more in play now this year. I think that he is going to be a better player overall this year. I seriously do. And like going to your point, yeah, I do believe tonight was the best chance for the Pirates to rock the Brewers because of Eric Lauer pitching. But like I said, I've had very bad streaks of calling for a sweep. Like earlier in the year, I saw we're playing Cubs in Baltimore, and I said to myself, we're going to start out 7-0. and So I wouldn't call. From my words, I'm not going to call it a sweep yet, but I do kind of got a good feeling. So, Matt, you're the one that jinxed him. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. Take, take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, 414-799-1250. They do get the victory tonight. And it's 21,512. And one would say that, well, 21,000. That's, oh, man, 21, 23 yesterday. 23 yesterday was pretty decent, I, 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 I thought as we discussed yesterday, pretty good on uh, Easter. And then he followed up on a Monday night game. Now, there were some pretty decent uh, ticket deals for tonight's game. But nonetheless, I mean, 21,000, 21,500. It's 21,500 on a Monday night. Check around the league. I don't know if you're going to see some 21,500s there. I don't know. If we get a chance, we'll, we'll do that. Okay, so can you expect a sweep? After this game here, you've got Burns and Woody. Your thoughts on Christian Yelich and your thoughts on this offense here the last two games. Six-run outputs, both games. They've been given a few gifts. I'll grant you that. They were given one on an error by Kistner yesterday in the first inning. They get another one today with a wild pitch. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But see, those are the breaks you take advantage of. Now, Matt was right. I was a little concerned, too. When you had the first two on, Wong, uh, Adamas, and then you get the gift on the wild pitch to, to get the run, then the next man reaches. I mean, and you're still saying, okay, we're going to put up a crooked number again here. Like yesterday, three runs. Well, that didn't happen. Strikeout to Telez, strikeout to Renfro, strikeout to Omar, and that, that was that, one run. That was your, what you were given. I got to say, I was like, okay. Um, let's just play this out a little bit. Chill. Relax a little bit. All right, Timmy, where are we going to go here? We're going to go to Jimmy leaving AmFam Field. Jimmy leaving the game, man. How was it tonight? Dude, it's uh, it really good. It's uh, not quite as crowded as over there on opening day, and definitely not as much people, but uh, it's still a good crowd. Yeah, we'll we'll take it. Your Your thoughts on... Uh, those those things that I just discussed, six runs yesterday, six today, Yelich with a breakout today, and uh, can we expect a sweep here? I'm I'm expecting a sweep after tonight. It was good watching Adamas just take that, take that inside pitch for the walk and Yelly going up for the grand slam. Um, I'm excited, though. I think we've got a, got a sweep on our hands here, Demi. Yeah, I, I, I do, too, and I normally... It's been maybe a few other times that I've that I've done this, but most times I'd say you know ninety eight times out of a hundred I'm going to say hey man let's just worry about the the next game let's just worry about tonight's game. In this situation, the way they've been playing, it would do this team a ton of good to get the two victories here, get the sweep, get into the off day, 
and just go into Philadelphia from there. Uh, that just uh, it would be a, a little bit of a head of steam. Thanks for the call, Jimmy. Uh, it would be a little head of steam heading into Philadelphia. Look, they've got their hands full in Philly with that offense. I'll tell you that. They spent a lot of money, and, and again, here we are, previewing the Philadelphia Phillies series over the weekend. We still have Tuesday and Wednesday to get through here. But just saying, uh, they would go into that series with, with you know, some, some, some form of head of steam. I, and some people don't believe in, and this goes back to the years and years, this goes back to the uh, age-old adage that there's, nah, there's nothing, there's no momentum in baseball. Um, this started for me, I mean, we're going back many years. Jim Powell, uh, was, uh, in the booth with Euchre. So like 2008, yeah, it was... 2009. Oh, before no, that? No, no, way before oh, that. County way, stadium way, days? Way, way before that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. County okay. stadium. Okay. Um, but he used to always say on the air that, that you know, momentum is your next day starter. And I think we hear that out of rock occasionally. I, I, I couldn't disagree more. I do think there's, I do think there's momentum in baseball. I do. I think what you did yesterday can help you tomorrow. What you did today can help you tomorrow. It, it's all, it all goes. When you're rolling well, you're rolling well. You just things go f- right for you. You feel more confident. And I think that will help if they can get the win tomorrow and Wednesday. And I expect them to. Do you expect? The sweep, Tim? Yes, 100%. And if they lose one of these games, what am I going to be saying on, you know, after after the series? Well, they won the series. (laughs) They took the series. What more can you ask for? yeah. Right? Can you hear people saying that? Uh They took the series. What more can you ask for? Well, you took game one, and now you have your two best pitchers on the mound with your offense starting to turn the corner against one of the worst teams in all of baseball. you got to win these games. Correct. you just got to win these games. 100%. I know, it sounds, I know it sounds crazy, especially for me, and I'm, I'm trying to listen to myself through the headphones. Are you really doing this? But i got to be honest. i got to tell you what I, what I feel. Brewers get a uh, nice victory tonight. Eric Lauer, nice performance. And that might be putting it mildly, just five hits and a run through six innings of work. Only one walk. He walked a man in the first. That was it. A lot of balls in play today for him. Did go heavy counts uh, on on a number of hitters. That's what worked that pitch count up to. 87 isn't a horrible thing through the sixth. Not a great thing either. Would have liked to have seen him keep that pitch count just a little bit lower, but a really terrific performance by Eric Lauer tonight. 799-1250. If you want to jump in here, we'll take a break. Come back and hear from Craig Council. Hoping to hear from Christian Yelich. I'll tell you what I'm not wanting to hear from Christian Yelich after the game, but what I think you're going to hear from Christian Yelich after this game. We'll do that next. Gene Wagner Plumbing postgame show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. As always, 1250 AM, The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Five O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. The crew, they get a victory tonight. Game one of this three-game set, 6-1 the final, and we're talking about it. As always here, you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Does this change what Christian Yelich did tonight? Does this change your opinion at all? Maybe even just a little bit. Just a bit, yeah. Timely hitting. And he hit the Grand Slam people. A little bit. I mean, it's been discussed over and over again. The offense in in general, for sure. But but Christian Yelich right in the middle of that offense. Boy, he's been a topic of conversation. You know, I look look back at some of the Ryan Braun years. And, (laughs) you know, with, with what Ronnie went through, both good and bad. I mean, it was topic after after topic after topic about Brawny. Well, Christian Yelich is starting to get there. 
<laughs> he is in terms of how often everybody is talking about Yelich. Okay, so that being said, does a game like this change anything in its, in its own right? But also, does it change anything when you couple it with the fact that he is making better contact? He is. It's sharper contact than we're used to seeing here. Uh, last year and you know maybe the year before, whatever. Does it change anything on you? It's okay if it doesn't. Because, I mean, the argument would be, it's, it, dude, it's one game. You know, even... Even uh, some lesser hitters have a decent day once in a while. So I, I understand that part of it. 414-799-1250. Time for the call of the game. Brought to you by 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. It does sound good. I am due for a, a ribeye. Just nice and rare and... Ooh, that does sound. <laughs> I'm telling nice you, it sounds really, really good. A little baked potato on the side, some yep. veggies. All right, call of the game. It is Christian Yelich. Base is juiced, and check this out. Yeah, that was really, really pivotal in this game, obviously. They go on to win 6-1, to 414-799-1250. Let me get Brian in here before we hear from Christian Yelich. Brian, you're on the fan. Hey, Tim. Nice win tonight. It really um, was. It's, it's two in a row. It's six runs each of those games. You know, I wanted to call. I was at two of the Cardinal games from the Cardinal series, and Saturday night I'm driving home after getting beat two to one, and I was listening to a lot of your callers, and that was a heck of a night of callers you had that night, boy. Mm-hmm. That was a fun and, show. It really was. Even even though some of the subject matter was rather negative, Brian, I I really it's it's I I think it's my favorite show of the year thus far, just because it was it was interesting conversation. It was quite fascinating. You know, and I and I get it. I get it. You know that that Yelly is kind of the lightning rod of this of this franchise because obviously he's, you know, the highest paid player and expectations are high and 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 rightly so. And I and I and I understand that. And uh, I think I think we all kind of we all are hoping. Obviously, you know, he's that he that he turns this thing around and hope that tonight is a start. Of you know and. But I do think too he has he has looked better to me this year. Even though this weekend, uh, the other day four strikeouts, you know there was some games he looked ugly up there. But I think the problem for me is that when I watch him tonight, even even in the beginning, he seems like he's such a selective hitter. He seems like he's he's up there looking for the walk, you know. And and, and I shouldn't say looking for the walk, but he seems to me that. He's happy with the walk, and to me, you're three here. You got to go up there aggressive. You got to look through the smack and, and and just and just crush it, you know. And and and, and I don't even realize. Maybe he doesn't even realize he's, he's doing that, but it's just he just seems like he's a little bit more on the defensive versus on the offensive. And I and I, and I wish he would get back to just just going up there, see the ball, hit the ball, you know. And mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and from and from my standpoint, you know, when I look at our at our, at our lineup right now, Tim, we have. Three guys hitting over 240, and that's Yelly, uh, Talese, and and McCutcheon, and yet and the other guys really have been non-existent as far as batting average. If, if you know, look at Wong, Adamas, Navias. I mean, even though Navias has hit, has struck some balls well, these guys aren't hitting the ball yet. You know, and and in my estimation, Wong has had a really really slow start to the season, offensively and defensively, and 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 I do think I think in time here. Hopefully we kind of, when the weather starts to warm up, hopefully here we can kind of get back on a roll here. And, and as far as this weekend with a sweep, I love to think we're going to sweep the, the Pirates, but slow down with that. Just slow down with that because, <laughs> okay. you know, they're a major league team too, and you just never know. Yep, so. I, I agree, and that's, that's why I said before, thanks for the call, Brian. Always a pleasure. 
I said before, I, you know, I'm listening to my own uh, words out of, out of my headphones here, and it, it's like I'm sort of stunning myself here. You better not do this. But, you know, I, I just got to tell you how I feel. They should sweep. It's Burns. It's Woody. It's the Pirates. Your offense is scoring more runs. Let's just get it done. Just go do it. But, but you're right. I, over the years, 17 years of doing this, I would be like you, Brian. I would be the one that says, whoa, whoa, wait a second. It's pretty difficult to assume or expect a sweep in baseball. Unless it's a two-game set. Okay, then, then that's a different dynamic. But three or four, it's just so rare uh, that, you, that you go on and, and do that. But in this case, maybe I just want it more than ever. I think that might be it. And then, then it's a little bit of playing a little better baseball as well. A little bit better. And a little bit um, is what... Kristen Yelich is doing a little bit here, a little bit there. Did that raise your opinion of Kristen Yelich or your confidence level or your trust or however you want to phrase it? Uh, tonight's game with regards to Yelich. Because this is Kristen Yelich. Now, of course, he's not going to do this every night. But I get what you're saying, Brian. The other thing to think about, though, when, when you say he's being too selective He's been the on-base guy, though. That's kind of his game, number one. But number two, and maybe more importantly, geez, I don't know how you would go through an A-B when you're, like today, in his first at-bat. It's a 2-0 count, and he gets a change-up. He gets a change-up thrown to him. What's he going to do with that pitch? You got to be looking fastball there. Three one and two zero fastballs are normally what you get with Christian Yelich. Not so much, and not so much in baseball anymore. When you think about it, also over the weekend, I think I broke down two consecutive hitters uh, for the Brewers had a full count, and there were uh, changeups thrown to them <laughs> with the bases loaded. I mean, years ago, you would know you. Would, there's no way you would see that, especially two hitters in a row. But that's another challenge for Christian Yelich as well. And I'm not making excuses for him. I can be as, as harsh on Yelly as, uh, as anybody. But I, I do think that time is his friend right now. You have to give him time. The reward is way too good. The reward is worth every risk you're taking right now. You just, you just can't do anything with him right now, but let time go by and let him figure it out. Now, here's what I'm hoping. I, I, I talked about this before the break. Here's what I'm hoping he doesn't say, and we're going to hear him, and maybe, maybe it's not so much chill because I think, Tim, this isn't on the field with Sophia. This was on the field with Sophia, yeah. Okay. Yes. He's a little more chill in the clubhouse on his post game, and maybe we'll get to some of that if, if, if we can dig that up. But – in the clubhouse and and maybe even on the field. I haven't heard this yet. So I don't know. We're going to we're going to hear it together for the first time. I don't want to hear you know, you come off a double, a grand slam, a walk, a, a nice Brewers victory, you look good, you scorched a couple of baseballs. I don't want to hear, well that's baseball, you know. That's just I'm going to have some good days, I'm going to have some bad days. I mean, you know, I'll probably have another day like this, or hopefully a lot more. But you know, I, I might have some bad days. You know, that's what I don't want to hear. That's I don't know why that's bugged me from the start of this Yelich slumping thing. Is this, and maybe it's a California chill, as I said before, and that's just the way they're the. the the way they drink their water out there in California is just more of a laid back. Like, that's ah, just baseball, man. This, that's the way baseball goes. You're going to have good years. You're going to have bad years. You know, that's what I don't want to hear. So let's hear this together on Valley Sports Wisconsin and uh, check it out. Sophia Minert uh, with Christian Yelich after a nice night. Christian, it felt like you were seeing the ball really well off of Zach Thompson. You led off with the double at the walk and the double. How were you able to take advantage in that third at-bat for the Grand Slam? 
Uh, just trying to put a good swing on the ball. Um, you know, obviously bases loaded and, you know, two outs there. So you're just trying to push as many across as you can and uh, just so happen to go over the fence. You've had some really hard contact early this season. How good does it feel to take advantage of those mistakes with the bases loaded? Oh, yeah, I mean, the goal every batch is to hit the ball hard, and, you know, whatever happens after that happens. And, um, you know, just trying to string as many of those together as you can throughout the year and look up at the end and see where you stand. With the offense yesterday and what you guys were able to do today, taking advantage, does it feel like this offense is starting to put the pieces together? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's still really early, and, you know, there's going to be good days and bad days, and you just got to stay the course. And, you know, it takes a really long time to have a good year. It takes a really long time to have a bad year, you know, so you just have to put your head down and grind as long as you can. Uh, as, a as a group, and then hopefully good things happen for you. Eric Lauer was really efficient in his six innings. What did you see from Lauer tonight? Uh, just attacking the zone, getting ahead. Uh, you know, he had that fastball and cutter working uh, like he has, you know, the last couple of years for us. And, you know, when he's throwing strikes, he's in the zone. He's tough. All right. Thanks, Christian, for the time. Fourth career grand slam for Christian Yelich. Yeah, there it was on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Sophia Minnert, Christian Yelich, and, and he did he did work in there. Well, year to year, good years, not so good years. See, I knew that. I just good call. <laughs> I, I, and again, I I don't know why that bothers me. Maybe I should seek some counseling on this. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe this is on me. Um, and I'm not being judgmental. I'm just telling you what we, you know, what I'm used to is uh, someone a little more hyped up than that. And I'm not saying go crazy and being a rah-rah guy or anything like that. Just, I don't know. I don't know what I, I just don't know what I want to hear from him. <laughs> like a Brett not, Phillips kind of guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brett Phillips. He gets excited uh, when he talks after. Absolutely. Game, so. uh, it's just, I get to get a good swing on it, hit the ball hard, and, and uh, see what happens after you hit it hard. That I fully agree with because that – you know, nine times out of ten is what, what most all offensive players are going to tell you. That part of it I, I agree with, but I don't know. I don't know what I want out of him. I just and, – and, again, I'm just trying to figure this out. I've interviewed him one time because he's just so difficult to get one-on-ones with. Um, and it was when he was uh, first acquired um, back in 18 in, in spring training. And yeah, it's just – and, and I walked away saying that, boy, that, that probably wasn't the best interview in the world. It wasn't crazy bad either, but it was just like, ooh, I wanted him to be a little more hyped up. But okay, he doesn't know me. I don't know him. There's a little chemistry issue, whatever it might have been. Uh, but that's just, and as, as it turned out, it wasn't anything on him or me. It's clearly just who he is. That's who he is. So, um I think the moral of the story is, as we just counseled ourselves, is that's on me to kind of digest and process his style. Because that's just who he is. He's so set. I think his feet are pretty firmly on the ground. If that's what he truly believes, I don't think it's a smoke screen at all. I really don't when he says, well, you're going to have good series, bad series. You're going to have good years, bad years. You just hope you have a good one. I don't think that's a smokescreen at all. I just think that's who he is, probably. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't hear that kind of style that all that much in the game of baseball. And I hate to be judgmental. I'm, I'm just telling you. You know, you guys hear him. You guys hear him uh, on uh, media pressers about as much as I do. And so I don't know what, what you think of it, but to me, I just wanted him to at, at, attack the comments much more than laid back, but that's me. I don't that's think me. I don't think he'd change his uh, his his speech in the clubhouse if they do interview him tonight. No, I, I agree. I think with it's you. the same thing. It's, it's it's been the same thing though. That's the thing. It's been the same thing for a long time here, as he's been slumping. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna try and go back and uh, dig up some of the uh, eighteen and nineteen. So we have a good comparison. Was he saying those things then? Just off the top of my head, I, I can't remember. Because I, I think drama and I think, I think some challenges brings out a little more attention. And when you don't have that, you don't, you don't isolate on what he's saying as much. You're just happy that he's being the MVP and being a batting champion and all that. 
I'm going to go back and I'm going to see if we can we can dig some of that stuff up to the point where we can compare. Then is he saying, "Hey, man, you know, I just put a good swing on it"? And uh, yeah, but Christian, you're hitting 325. It's September. I mean, you're having an outstanding year. You got a chance for MVP. Well, you know, you have good years and you have bad years, and you just try and put the ball in play. And <laughs> is that what I'm going to hear back then? Because I, I, quite frankly, I can't remember. I think it's an interesting kind of comparison. What do you think we'll hear, Tim? The same thing. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if it was the same I, thing, yeah. hey, we have good I, years, we have bad yeah. years, and I it's, just haven't. Hopefully, uh, this good year will I continue. Put, put the put the bat on the ball, and it got out. <laughs> just simple. Okay. Okay, I, I'm going to go back and, and listen. I'll report back. Seven nine nine twelve fifty before the break. Let's get in uh, Roger and Cudahy. Roger, you're next on the fan. Yeah, uh, yeah, Tim. I I think I don't know so much. Uh, if Yelich is batting four hundred, he's going to probably t- have that kind of take on the season and the team. So I not too much concerned about that. And I, I don't. I think what you're saying in terms of the sweep uh, is that even though you're going to wait 25 games or 30 to assess the team, right now I, I think it is probably a healthy uh, attitude for a fan to have to expect a little bit more. I mean, going into this series, I can't say that how the teams are playing, particularly how the Pirates are batting, that I'd expect a sweep, but in terms of where I expect the teams to ultimately be, yeah, I think it's probably a healthy attitude with who we have coming up pitching to want a sweep. Especially after this win, though, and that's what I'm saying. I may not have been that uh, hell-bent on the sweep yesterday, which I, I never brought it up. I just said, hey, let's make hay against the Pirates was, was my stance there, but especially after this first victory, now I think it's okay. So does that let me off the hook a little bit on expecting a sweep? Because now I'm only saying they're going to win two instead of three. But at this point is what I'm saying. Once they won this one with Lauer on the mound and their offense putting up a six-pack in each of the last two games, then it's Burns and Woody. I don't know, man. I, I, just, I wouldn't see why you shouldn't expect a sweep in the, in the next two games. Yeah, I I don't think it's a cocky attitude. I kind of think it's a healthy attitude, so I'm looking for it. All right, Roger, thanks for the call. Yeah, it's a little more on the confidence side of things. Because if if everyone believes that this is that 90, 92, 94, 95-win team, then these these are the times here. you got to get these guys. Because you see what happens when when you got a team like the Cardinals. Just... Much more like yourself than the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cubs, the same thing. You're a better baseball team than the Cubs. Would I be saying that about the Cubs had they won game one with Lauer on the mound if tonight were, were the Cubs? Lauer was on the mound. They got a 6-1 win. And then they're getting, they've got uh, Burns and, and, and Woody in games two and three. I probably would. In the long haul, the Cubs aren't going to be where the Brewers are. At this point, I think that's safe to say. That could change in three months. Because, like I said, Cinderella's can happen. But we're off and running here. And we're starting to build up a chunk of games here. There's 11 games in the books. And I'm on a 10-game hitting streak here. First victory for me. Tonight. There you Post-game go. Show, okay. so I'm off the Got schneid. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I right, will take a break. Come back. We're going to hear from Craig Council. If you guys want to jump in here, uh, 799-1250. Brewers get a 6-1 to win. Lauer, really good tonight. Six innings of one-run ball, five hits, just one walk and five strikeouts. He was attacking the zone a little bit. Got into just a little bit of trouble, maybe twice. Once was in the first inning. He gave up the double. And then a uh, ultimately a walk as well, but boy, he was in control. And and I dare I say it, he might be the most underrated uh, pitcher on this baseball team. After what he did last year, maybe it's safe to say. Some would say Hauser. No, he is. 
It might be Lauer. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen and a 6-1 Brewers win. We'll be right back here on The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on 1250 AM The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. In a sense, we are going to hear inside the clubhouse. Well, we're going to go back a ways. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Tim Shea full credit on this. So we looked through our archives and we found a uh, Sophia Minert uh, on the field with Christian Yelich from September 3rd of 2018. Correct. So we'll we'll and and again I I have not I'm I'm sure I played it on the air that night I'm sure I did a show um so I've I've probably heard this before but I, I'm fascinated with maybe the the difference between good Christian on a roll and then bad Christian been scuffling a little bit so we'll we'll play that for you it's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After a 6-1 Brewers victory, Yelly with a breakout game today, a walk, a double, a grand slam, and uh, a Brewers victory. So all that in one. So just, I hate to pick on a, a player's, um, and I'm, I don't think I'm picking on it a little bit. I'm just giving my opinion, I guess. Uh, so he's just this nonchalant attitude. Good. Yeah, we have good days, bad days. We have good years, bad years. I'm not going to, it's not going to be the last slump I get into. Do you remember those? You remember those conversations, those comments from Christian Yelich? Not going to be the last slump I get into. Well, it's still the same old big slump that, that he's in really. He's never gotten out of it essentially. But let's go back to that day, September 3rd, a 4-3 Brewers victory. Sophia Minert, uh, at that time on Fox Sports Wisconsin, uh, talked to Christian Yelich. Check it out, and we'll all listen together. Thanks, VA. Well, Christian, just earlier today, you were named the National League Player of the Week. You do it again here with the walk-off. But really, they're just trying to get something in the air, and once you get two strikes, just put something in play. And fortunately, we were able to beat that throw to first base, and it was a big win for us. We never quit, uh, hung in there the whole time, you know, bounced back in the eighth and ninth inning. It was huge for us. So many lead changes in this game, but to bounce back after Rizzo's home run against Josh Hader, the first one a lefty has hit off of him, the resilience of this team. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the story of our last couple weeks. You know, we got no quit. We understand where we're at at this point in the year. It's huge. The guys are finding a way to win. It's been fun. You know what this series means as you're chasing the Cubs in the standings. What does it mean to start this series with a win like this? Uh, it's huge. Uh, they've been out front of us for a little while now, and every game against them is huge. But really any game for us right now, uh, the rest of this month is big, and it's good to get this homestand started right. All right, thanks, Christian, for the time. The Brewers come away with their 10th walk-off win of the season. Yeah, there there it is. Uh, See, a little more exciting. Now, that was a big win, and that was a good run. They're chasing down the Cubs in 18, and I believe that was the game that uh, Chris Bryant chose to step on third and then go to first. Yep, they showed the highlight. I remember. Yep, I remember the. Okay, yeah, that that was the game. When hey hey man, that that's a game loser. You got to go to the plate. You got to pinch the run right there. I I recall that. That was a was a boneheaded move by Bryant. It really was, and it opened the door. But point being, boy, Christian seemed a little fired up there. Every win is big. Just saying. I don't know. Maybe I'm making too too much out of it. Well, I mean, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Could be. Could be. I mean, all right. They get the victory tonight, 6 1 the final. And uh, it is uh, in large part to Christian Yelich on the offensive side. But let's not discount what the, not only the starter did in Eric Lauer tonight, uh, six full innings, just the one run allowed, but also the, um, I, I don't mean this in any disrespect, but the second tier of the bullpen. And that is uh, Urania in the ninth, 
Hobie Milner in the eighth, Gustave in the seventh. I mean, that buttoned up a nice victory without using Jake Cousins, Boxberger, Williams, and Hayter. That, I mean, that obviously is your frontline guys, is it not? So these guys got it done uh, in a game that was yeah, a little separation there, a five-run uh, difference. But you know, Gustavi ended up with a man or two on. Same with Milner, and they really uh, pitched out of it. It was a nice performance from Urania. As, as well, and, and I'm curious about Arania as the season moves along. I'm curious about this bullpen uh, as a whole. Certainly concern uh, are out there, concerns are out there about the uh, offense, but you're going to be in games when your starter goes six innings minimum and allows a run. You're just going to be in every single game, and I think that's what the Brewers really need to live on if the offense is going to take a little while to get going. But let's hear from uh, manager Craig Council after the Brewers' game one victory over the Buckos. I, I don't know. I think we're I think we're really early in the season here. Um, you know, I mean, I, I understand why everybody wants, you know, we all want, you know, to see, see good things from him. Um, and it was, he did it, he had a, good, he had a nice game. They had a really good game tonight. Um, but I, just let's let him play and, and, and see where we're at. And he's doing a nice job. Had a big night tonight and huge hit. What was working for Lauer after that leadoff hit? He was pretty. He, he well, I, I mean, I thought his stuff was just good. I thought he executed pitches. He's, I mean, we talked I talked a little earlier. It was velocity. Is you know, it's it's kind of slowly going in a really good direction he's throwing really hard there's 90 there's 96 in there tonight um and that's just a sign it's it's really effortless um so he was he was he was good tonight that makes him really tough in the zone especially too right? yeah i think up in the zone i think you know in um he's got decent off good off speed stuff and it's you know that, that's a big that's a big number to cover 96 Pitching behind him to Craig is just you know, never let them get something going. Yeah, no, I mean I thought um, you know our, our guys did a nice job. Gus Gus has had a, had a bunch of nice innings um, here on this homestand, and Hobie got himself in a little bit of jam, but then made some some pitches against some some good hitters to uh, to get himself out of it and, and keep us going good. And, um, and then Hosey just had a nice clean inning and didn't have to get anybody up there. Does Gustavi's velocity surprise you a little bit this year? He's like 97, 98, like fairly regularly. Um, I mean, I, th- I think I think if slider is the pitch that's making him better, um, the the it it it's it's still probably a work in progress, but it's improved, and that the hitter has to respect that. I think is um, to go along with that velocity is you know it's it's that's enough. That's enough to make you a better pitcher. Craig, I'm Yalicha, understanding he's just working on... Can you speak to just how hard he's worked to try to figure out, to, to get back to, to kind of where he was? And the effort well, I mean, I, I think all he can do is put everything on the table every day to to, to be the best player that he can. And and, that, and he does that every single day. And that that's all you can ask from a player. Um, you know, there, there's no question that... We need him to perform to reach our goals, um, but but he's doing everything he can every day to, to to try to get there and to try to be that productive hitter that uh, he he knows he's capable of. All right, there he is, manager Craig Council after the Brewers six one uh, victory. They need Christian Yelich to perform to get where they want to go. That's a pretty important statement. Drop down from Craig Council, and I think to a large degree he's right. I, you know, perform. I guess we would have to hear the definition of that, but I, I think we know where he's at with that. Perform at a, a much higher level, that's for sure, because he does and will, and I expect this to make the players around him better in that lineup. He does make the players around him better. He does when he's rolling good. It's just additional pitches. It's cycling through the order. It's flipping the order more times than not. 
It's getting additional at-bats for some pivotal guys at the top, meaning Wong, Adamas, McCutcheon, these types of guys. You, you keep cycling through like that, and good things are going to happen. And I think that's why Council is leaning that way, that he needs uh, you know, Christian to perform to get where they want to go. And I, and I think, though, a lot of other fans uh, would agree with that. And, and if he doesn't, can they still get there? I think it's still possible. But he said the word need. Need. Does it get done with a 240-250 hitter with 10 homers and 50 knocked in? I mean, you can get those numbers out of Jonathan VR. I'm not ripping on the dude. I'm just saying. Those are the numbers that aren't Christian Yelich. And need is a pretty strong word. It's, it's interesting. I've said this from the beginning of the season, including the offseason. People have asked me on and off the air, what do you do with Christian Yelich? I said nothing. You're not going to do anything with him. You're going to leave him play the game. That's what you're going to do. You're going to leave him there in the three-hole for months. I'm telling you, for months, you're going to leave him there. Even at this level here, if indeed it is a 250 hitter, 10 homers, 50 RBIs, it's still Christian Yelich. The on-base percentage is always going to be there. That being said, he does affect and impact the uh, uh, hitters around him in, in a positive light. He does. He, it, it helps out. But I think he's much more than that. I don't think there's anything we're going to be worrying about. This is, uh, call it a prediction or a proclamation or whatever you want to call it. I don't think we're going to be worrying about Christian Yelich at some point soon. I just don't. And is it going to be as Christian back? Is he, well, Christian is back now. No, he's just going to be a good high-level baseball player. He's going he's to perform offensively in, in the top realms of some of these other big boys. That's what he's going to do. I don't think he'll ever go through a two-year slump. I don't, well, maybe at the way tail end of his career, as I guess is possible. But in his prime right now, not going to happen. You don't do anything with him. August 1st, maybe we can revisit that conversation. And I've been on record to say August 1st is when, if he's, yeah, maybe you move him down at that point. But you're just going to stick with him. That's what we do. Because it's Christian Yelich. Because this is what you get out of him. This is what you're going to get out of him. Time is his friend. You just got to let time go by. And, and time is going to help out. I've been wrong before. I may be wrong on this. I don't think so. But if I am, you don't react to it until August 1st. That's when you got a really big, big, big sample size to say, hey, we're going to have to do something here with our three-hitter. Forget about the name, any three-hitter with those numbers for that amount of time. That's, that's where we're at, August 1st. And in the meantime, you just expect days like this out of them. Just do. And when they don't happen, we're going to get all frustrated, just like we will get frustrated with Hunter Renfro uh, in, in, a, in a slump. Maybe a little less for Hunter Renfro because he's not being paid what Christian is, and that does play a part here. But we're going to get frustrated at all these players when they slump. Someone just mentioned on the show tonight, Colton Wong. Defensively, I agree with you. That's the first time I've mentioned Colton Wong is struggling defensively. I think he's got, what, three errors already on the season. Yep. That's, just, that's just not Colton Wong-like stuff. But guys are going to go through slumps, big slumps too. And Christian, it, it can't, it's almost like it can't last much longer, <laughs> right? I mean, the odds are against that he's going to slump much longer than this. I, the think time... you, I think you might be right a little bit, I think. Tonight, maybe he's just starting to turn that corner a little bit. Well, I think this year, though, yeah. it's more than tonight. It, it is. We, those of you, if you're watching objectively, you see a better situation for Christian Yelich through these 11 games. You just do. You just do. It's, it's exit velo. It's, it's uh, plate discipline. It's, it's barrel, to, barrel to ball. It's, it's a lot of things. But you, we're seeing a difference. And when you see those differences – you're going to see a difference in, in, in a game like tonight. They're, they're going to happen much more frequently if you continue to do what he's doing right now. That's why I'm pretty positive on him. 
His personality? Yeah, well, I can break that down. That's, that's, a, different, that's a different story, as you heard tonight. All right, uh, let's check uh, the matchup for tomorrow's game, too. I expect to sweep, and if they don't sweep, then I jinxed them. Okay, fine, I'll, I'll take the hit on that one. But Corbin Burns, the reigning Cy Young Award winner, is on the hill for the Brewers, Tim. Yep, 0-0 zero and zero so far, but with a 2.25 ERA going up against J.T. Brubaker. He is 0-1 with a 9.82 ERA, so... Well, let's think, see what happens. Uh, yeah, that, let's get that ERA up for him a little more. Just <laughs> offensive production. Yep. Just get, get some multiple runs on the board. Be aggressive you know, again. I like it, that today. And it's funny how you score six runs in each of the last two games, and they're both wins. Hmm, funny how that works. You put up more runs than they do, and you win b- baseball Changes games. Changes everyone's mood, too. Uh, yes, and you feel much better. Brewers have won six of their last nine games. Doesn't, again... It doesn't really feel like that, but you win two-thirds of your baseball games, you are a great baseball team. Now they've only done it for a nine-game span, but a great baseball team wins two-thirds of their games. going to be interesting, and they're not even playing their best ball yet. Corbin Burns on the Hill, 641st pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch. We'll meet you right here once again. On the uh, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. That's going to do it for us. You guys have a great night and go Bucks, go Brewers, both of them. Nice Bucks win yesterday. Got a little, got a little hairy there uh, late in the game, but uh, they pull it out to take Game One in their playoff series against the Bulls. Game Two on Wednesday. And that, uh, again, is going to do it for us. For Tim Shea, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. And as always, enjoy the victory and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.